Hi, and welcome to the Ask My Mom podcast, a podcast for young adults about all the things we didn't learn in school. Here to share her knowledge with our generation is my mom, Jen Exer, and accredited financial counselor, Jennifer. If you learned something on today's episode or simply enjoy the pod, please remember to rate, review, and subscribe to it. To get in touch with us, you can submit your questions via email to askmymompod at gmail.com. You can also like and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at askmymompod. We greatly appreciate all your support. Hi, welcome back to another episode of the Ask My Mom podcast. I'm here with my mom today. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. It's been a quick week. Today's Friday. The week flew by. So I'm ready for my three-day weekend because I don't work Monday because it's a holiday. Oh, I have to work Monday, but I am excited that it's Friday and I'm excited for the weekend and I'm just going to pretend that you don't have Monday off. So I'm not jealous. I also have next Friday off. So I only actually have three days of work next week. So I'm a little stressed out about that because I have about two weeks worth of work to fit into three days. Yeah. Well, sorry, not sorry. Yeah, I would rather have a three-day work. But, you know, I'll get it done or I'll work on my Friday. Anyway, so today we had a question. Well, the question didn't come today, but we have a question to talk about on today's episode from a listener. What's our question? Yeah, so a listener wrote in and asked, what happens to the money that comes out of my paycheck? And I think that's a pretty basic question, but it's a very valid question. And can you break it down for us? I think it's a good question. I actually think it's a huge question because there's a lot on your paycheck or on your pay statement that you should be aware of. So it's not just about what happens to the money that comes out. You should be looking at your pay statement in general every week to make sure that everything's correct. But Mm -hmm. it's also important to know where the money goes because that could be an error. Okay. So are you looking at your pay statement every week? Um, No, I don't actually, I don't look at my pay statement that often. I'm paid on salary. So I know what mine is going to be every week. And then when I get my commission check, I figure out what my commission, like we do the math on commission before we get paid so that the amount that gets deposited can be corrected on before it gets so I mean, like we check over our commission disbursement. Okay. So that's, so the I way don't, you... I don't look at my pay stub too often. All right. So when's the last time you looked at your pay stub? Um, I looked not that long ago. I had a deposit that ended up being from my work, but I didn't, it didn't show on my bank account with like the name of my work, like it normally does on direct deposit. So I didn't know where it came from. And so I had to log in to look at it then um, before that probably whenever the first or second time I got paid was so a long time. Yeah. I don't, I don't look often now. Do you look at yours every week or every two weeks? I try to look at it each payday, but I don't always. So I will admit to that, but I do recommend that you look every payday. Sometimes I just don't take my own advice, but most people really don't look at their pay stubs anymore because we have direct deposit. Right. So we just assume just like you, just like me, the money goes in to the bank account. It's there. So it's correct. We got paid. That's really all we're worried about. But there's actually a lot of information on our pay statement that we do need to look at and make sure is correct. Like what? Well, we want to make sure our, our gross income is correct. Right. So our gross income is the money 
that we make before any taxes or deductions are taken out. So that's okay. what your salary is before they take anything away. We want to make sure that that's correct. And then we want to do our own calculation to make sure the taxes and the deductions, the amount that's subtracted from the gross income to equal your net income, we want to make sure all that math is correct. Because so a lot of computer do you, systems do it, but there's also human involvement in a lot of it. But how, how would you know if you're, the tax portion is incorrect? I don't, what are the percentages or anything that come out of your, the tax portion? Like how that would I check part, the math? That part may not necessarily be incorrect, but other bits of information. So let's, let's just run down what is on your pay statement and go over the different parts of it. Okay. Talk about what to look for. So we'll get into taxes. The taxes are the biggest part of the conversation we're going to have. Okay. We'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah. So on your pay statement is going to be the section with your personal information, right? Yes. So your name, you want to make sure that's correct, right? Your address. Mm -hmm. I want them to have the wrong address because you want to make sure they're withholding the correct taxes for your state, your, your area. And we'll get into why the area matters. You want to make sure your social security number is correct. There's no errors and you're actually getting credited for paying the taxes that you pay. Right. What are you grinning at? I'm going to let you finish your thought and then I'll, and then I'll. Okay. So you want to make sure your birthday is correct because you could get mixed up with someone else once it hits the IRS system, just like with your credit report, you want to make sure that that's correct so that somebody's bad credit doesn't end up on your account or on your credit report. Same thing with your pay. You don't want to get some, you don't want somebody else to get credit for the taxes you've paid. And then it looks like you never pay taxes. True. So it's important. What's your thought? So I actually have a story about making sure that your social is right on your pay stub. Uh-oh. I, I don't know if you remember this. Do you remember like two years ago when I, I was supposed to get, this was when I was still in school. So I was supposed to get a really good tax refund and then mm-hmm. I never got it. And then, then they told me I owed them money. And then I went back and forth with the IRS for literally over a year. I, there's so much mailing back and forth, certified mail. So it's expensive. Because you have to get two signatures for it. Mm-hmm. Back and forth so many times sending them my pay stuff, saying this, that, and the other. So much stuff. And then after like a year of doing it, I called I called again, which literally you have to Google how to get on the phone with someone at the IRS. And there's like a cheat code of numbers you put in. It's the only way you get to actually talk to a person. Anyways, sorry. After a year of doing it, I get on the phone with one lovely woman at the IRS who goes, okay, well, and I tell her this is taking so long. I don't understand what the problem is. I'm a college student. I barely make any money. I don't know how I could owe you money, let alone I'm supposed to be getting back like a couple grand because I didn't have any money and I'm in school. And so she starts to like go, well, how would you be getting back that much money if you only made $5,000 this year? And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, I, are you, and then I, I started getting mad because I'm like, is she even looking at my DM? She's looking at someone else's thing. I made like more than $5,000 this whole year. And she goes, no, you only claimed working at where I was like bartending at, which obviously I bartend like a couple weddings. I had only worked there for like a couple, like a little while out of the year. And then I had another, like, what's it called? W4? W4 or W2. I had another W-2 from another place that I actually worked for the whole year. 
and they had my social security number wrong on all my paperwork and on my like pay stubs. So all like of me working there and it let me do it. And nobody ever flagged it to me for that whole year. They kept trying to tell me it was a school thing. That was the reason I wasn't getting it. So then I'm going back and forth with my school. And then this one lady was like, well, you claimed you only made $5,000. And I was like, well, why didn't we review this at the beginning? It seems like such an easy fix to just verify that we're talking about the same amount of money. <laughs> and so, yeah. And now, and then eventually I got it, my tax return because she fixed it for me, which we really appreciate. I do um, remember that happening. And yeah. It, so, yeah. And it, but I think if I had been checking my pay stubs and making sure that was right, it probably was wrong the whole time. Yes. So, lesson then I got my, I, then I looked at my W 2 as she was telling, and then you know, when you're like doing something for over a year, especially with the IRS, which is not easy to work with, and they tell you the answer. And literally, I look at the W 2 in front of me and I read my social security number and it's wrong. So then I have to sit here and be like, oh, it's completely my fault. Like, I just didn't see that my, my W-2 said the wrong number. And the worst thing is the human error was my fault because it wasn't like our accounting department put in the wrong number. It was uh, completely my fault. So there you go. Lesson learned. Look at your pay stub, verify your social security number. It's important. It's important. But you also want to make sure your rate of pay is correct. The title they have for your position is correct. Is that on your pay stub? Uh, what's on mine so I don't know if it's on everyone's because everybody's is going to be a little bit different right depending on the payroll system your employer uses it doesn't look like it's on mine yeah it is on mine but maybe because everybody at your job for the most part does the same type of job and you're not a big employer I work for a really large employer that's true we all kind of yeah so it doesn't really matter different you want I have an employee number. Yes, and that should be on there, and you want to verify that. You want to make sure everything's correct, because you don't want accidentally somebody else's information ending up on yours, because that could really hurt you with the IRS. True. And if you're paid hourly, you want to make sure the hours you worked are correct. Absolutely. Your hourly wage or your salary. The other things that are going to be on there are like holiday pay, vacation pay, possibly sick pay. If your employer offers, offers sick pay, you want to make sure all of that is calculated correctly. So you don't want to use eight hours of vacation and they charge you nine hours on your pay because that's an hour of vacation that you were saving. So my pay stub actually does not show my vacation hours as they're accumulated. So mine does not show the vacation accrued but it shows when it's paid out. Oh, I'll have to check next time I take vacation then. Some pay statements will show the vacation accrual though. Okay, so that's something to to look for if you have it. Yeah, so where I used to work, it had it. This one doesn't. Um, I say verify your hours worked because that often has human involvement. So if you're paid hourly and you're punching the time clock or you know, scanning your badge or you're doing your fingerprint or however your company keeps time. Mm-hmm. Like where I used to work when I did payroll, people clocked in that way, but we would have to take the printouts from those systems and manually enter them into the payroll system. So that's where an error could get made. So errors can get made. Yeah. So you want to verify, especially if you're an hourly employee, that your hours are correct. Because 
yeah, maybe it's just an hour, but that's an hour you worked and you deserve to get paid for it. Absolutely. Yeah. So I, I couldn't agree more. Or even 15 minutes. If I work for them 15 minutes, I want paid for my 15 minutes. Damn right. That's also going to have year to date amounts. So it's going to have what you did this pay period and then your year to date amounts. So that's a little this bit harder my- to track your year to date because, it, you know, like it's the end of the year now, I can't go back and calculate to make sure everything's correct from October. So you do want to watch it along the way. But if you're checking it week to week, mm-hmm. I would think that that part is automated, that it like QuickBooks or whatever the service is keeps track of it and adds them up. So if you're checking it week to week, it's probably safe to assume that your year to date would be correct. Yeah. If it's, right? if your week to week has been correct. Yeah. Cause that part's like, that part would be automated, right? Yeah. It's going to. Okay. Well, I would think so. Unless there's somebody still doing manual payroll out there, but most but people for- probably are not. Well, and by manual payroll, like not even like manually typing it in, like manual with a notebook, manual. Yeah, manual, like, manual, like old like, school, like dude, tallying it up on like yeah a ledger and then just writing you a handwritten check. Yeah, but most people don't do that. But small business, small companies do still though, or they might enter it in QuickBooks themselves. It well, yeah, but then quick, but, but QuickBooks does it. Yeah, so your year to date, if everything's been correct, your year to date is probably correct. So okay. I wouldn't worry about that being incorrect as much. You know, I hate the year to day part. That's like. Because you see how much taxes you've paid all year. Yeah. It's like, it's sad to see like, because on my pay stub, at least it does my like gross and then the net below it for the year to date. So it's like, oh, wow. I can see how much more money I should have had this year. Right. And how much they took from me. So you said your pay stub does not have your vacation and such earned correct no so are do you have access to look at that um i have access i usually but not like myself i just email our office coordinator and i say hey can i get the my excel sheet of my vacation hours and then she has like a very intricate breakdown with dates of when we took vacation because our the way that our company works if we go over vacation is a little different so it's tracked by hand but I do check that because that is something I am on top of checking they are not going to dock me an extra day of vacation if I didn't take it right so you definitely want if it's not on your pay stub well even if it is but if it's not you want to verify it's correct a company I used to work for actually two companies I used to work for had huge payroll problems um one of them I was doing payroll at that place and I found a huge problem with their vacation and help and sick leave accrual system so i corrected it all and everyone hated me because they were all earning too much because of the way the payroll system worked but i saved the company a lot of money because they had all the vacation calculated incorrectly but you are a snitch on your fellow co-workers i know and i'm i feel awful about it but my job was to make sure things were correct so i did fix their vacation accrual and some people did get grandfathered into the over they they had it was just corrected from that point forward because it already was calculated for them but another company I worked for I didn't have anything to do with payroll anymore and they were calculating my vacation incorrectly because I earned so many hours of vacation per hour Mm -hmm. worked so each pay period there's a calculation And they were calculating it incorrectly. And sometimes some pay periods, because it wasn't attached to the payroll system, 
So sometimes they weren't even adding the vacation into the accrual. So I kept my own little spreadsheet of what it should be and how much I was using so that every couple of weeks I'd be like, hey, this is what I should be having for vacation, not what y'all have. So good job. Because, you know, when you get paid vacation, you want, you know, you want to earn yeah. it. You don't want, well, and I think like, that's such that's, a valuable thing when you work somewhere. Yes. And I think definitely as we're talking about, how important it is to check your pay stub. If it's not on your pay stub, I would say that's equally as important. And if you get sick time, the same thing. So double check all that good stuff. So we just, you and I have found errors in our time and other people's time, just working, talking about the top section. So um, it's important. Yeah. Are you ready for taxes? You ready to have your mind exploded? Sure. And I threw my on my pay stub, I can see what was taken out of this paycheck in my year to date. And then in where I'm at in our HR program right now, I can see like when you fill out your W49 or whatever it's called when you first start working somewhere and you fill out your tax forms, W4. Yeah, W9 oh. verifies that you are legally allowed to work in the United States. Oh, so my W4. Yeah. I have... That pulled up too. So while we're talking, maybe you'll be able to tell me what I should have filled in here. Okay. Well, wh- wh- that's a big one. So we'll get there. Because um, I think that I have it right because I like to think I'm good at this. Yeah. So we are going to talk about that next. We're going to talk about everything that comes out. So your deduction section normally is split into two. It's going to be split into your taxes and then your benefits. So sometimes the taxes are just called taxes and sometimes your benefits are called deductions, whatever it's going to be normally two separate sections. Sometimes for a smaller employer, it might just all be under like deductions. That's what I was going to say. Mine is just deductions. Okay. So your taxes and your benefits are going to be there. So let's talk taxes first. So you're going to have your federal tax, right? Check. Medicare tax. Check. Social security tax. Check. State tax. Check. Some places you live might have a city tax a county tax, a borough tax. And we're going to talk about that because I don't have those. Not everybody does. And some places are going to have a disability tax and we're going to talk about that. So let's start with federal taxes. Okay. Because this is the big one. So it is calculated, as you said, from the information you enter on your W-4. So when you first start working somewhere, you fill out a W-4 and your W-9. You turn that in and that's how they know what to withhold from your pay every payday. Okay. So we used to just put if we're married or single and how many people live in our household. And then they just calc, there was a big chart and they would just go and say, okay, this is what you're, we're going to withhold. That has all changed in the last few years. That is not how they do it anymore. We love to see it. So it's super confusing I don't know if we love to see it. I don't know what you're going to say. <laughs> so if you say something bad, then we don't love, we hate to see it. Okay. Well, I, I'm, I have mixed feelings because now it's really hard to fill out your W-4, but mm. it's probably more accurate now. Okay. Well, let's but hear a- it. Anytime you do have a change, you want to fill out a new W-4. So if you're currently single and you get married or married and get divorced, you want to fill out a new W-4. If you have a baby, you want to fill out a new W-4. Just like we did before when we just said how many people we had, we still want to do it again so they withhold the correct amount of taxes. That definitely makes sense. Yeah. It's just a huge form now. But we want to try to pay exactly what we owe. Right. 
the goal is to not owe money at tax season. Correct. And I know we all like to get that big fat refund. But you can actually get penalized if you don't pay enough and if you don't and if you pay too much, you can get penalized by the IRS. And you get a big refund. They can penalize you. So it's nice to get a refund, but and I I I when I help people sometimes, we look at their W4 and I say, "Well, we can fix this. You know, you're paying too much each month." But then everybody's like, I, I want to get a big refund. Which is always nice because it feels like you win the lottery. But if you're living paycheck your to paycheck, yeah, you might, that might, money might be more beneficial to you every payday to help cover Definitely. groceries and things like that. Because if you're using your credit card every month or all the time because you can't afford things and then you get a big refund and then you pay off your credit card, well, you just gave the government a free loan with your money mm-hmm. and you're racked up your interest because you used your credit card. So it would be better to actually just pay what you owe. That makes a lot even. of sense. And also budget so that you're not overspending every month. But if you but are your tax having- refund can also come from other things, right? Like it doesn't just mean that you overpaid because sometimes like when you're in school, you get like a, like a credit back or if you have, you just had a baby you get like a credit so sometimes your refund includes other things it doesn't just mean you overpaid right well the new w4 actually takes a lot of that into account oh yeah so that it would be more accurate to our situation if we filled it out properly okay before so i did actually put a link on our website to the irs w4 so that you can go in and look and Play with it to make sure you're have it filled out properly for your employer that they're withholding the correct amount. But you will need last year's tax return to fill it out properly, Got which it. is a lot. You know, when you start at your new employer, you don't carry last year's tax return with you to fill out this form. But you can always ask to take your W-4 home. If they hand it to you while you're there, you always have the option to go home and do it. Yeah, exactly. And the you w- always have that option. And the W-4, the IRS link that I put is a fillable PDF. So you just type it all in there and you can print it out and it's all done. Or if you want to really impress them, walk in there with your W-4 already filled out and just hand it to them. Well, there you go. And then look at you. And they'll go, oh, she means business. Yeah. Like she knows exactly how many dependents she has. (laughs) Well, you're not even telling them that anymore. Oh, maybe I need to fill out a new W-4. You need to fill out a new W-4. So what it asks you is... um, Instead of asking you if you're married or single, it asks you how many incomes there are in your household. So if it's you and a spouse, oh, so you have multiple, so you have two or more. And then there's this chart you look at according to what the higher earner makes and the lower earner. You use the chart to figure that out. So it asks you kind of that information. It asks you if you are expecting to get a credit for your uh, student loan interest. And it asks you how many children live in your house under 17 and there's an amount you put in for that. So it takes all this information to get you to the bottom line to kind of estimate what you actually should pay each payday. So it's no longer married or single, how many dependents you pull information from last year's tax return and you fill all this out. So you need to know your student loan interest that you expect to pay that kind of thing. So it's, pretty accurate 
it's just very confusing. It used to be one page, now it's four. So okay. Nerd Wallet, I put a link in our for in our website for this as well. Nerd Wallet has a really good article on how to fill out a W-4. So check that out if you would like to. Yes. And then the link for the W-4. So go in and, and verify that it's correct. So Noelle, if you haven't done it, go in and check it. And I actually I tried to do it for myself, but I have to pull up the tax return from last year to make sure that I'm counting correctly as well. I, I will do it and let you know how it goes. Okay. So then the next tax is your Medicare tax. That is 2.9% okay. of your gross income. But you pay 1.45 and your employer pays 1.45. So if you calculate 1.45 of your gross, what's your gross? I'm not telling you my gross. No, I'm not asking you the amount. I'm asking you the definition. Oh, before taxes. Right. So 1.45 before taxes is what you pay. And then your employer pays the other half. As they should. As they should. If you make over 250000 a year and you're married filing jointly, you add 0.9% to it. If you're married filing separately and you make over one hundred and twenty-five, so if you would add 0.9 or if you make 200,000 or more and you're single, you add 0.29 to your Medicare. All right. Another so, reason to not get married. Well, also, you know, a lot of us are not in that income bracket. Yeah. And if you make less than 200,000, don't bother getting married. Why? If you make over 200,000, you might as well. Cause you're paying that extra 0.9% anyways. But if you make less than that and you're not married, you're saving 0.9% on your taxes. Hello. <laughs> Okay. Logic. Uh, that's the deal. Is that, okay. R am right. I wrong? Unless am I wrong? What if what if your future spouse earns The Wicked that much? Witch of the East, bro? Am I wrong? <laughs> have you have you seen that TikTok? No. I don't think it's actually from TikTok. It's like a, an old vine, I think. You guys in your TikToks. Oh, dad was watching TikToks the other day, which was shocking to me. As he should. He's on TikTok. He is? Well, he's on me and Jenna's TikToks. Oh, you mean he has an account or you put him on? No, he's on our, our TikTok feeds. Oh, on, on oh you TikToked him into your TikToks? Yeah, I took a TikTok of him looking like the one slur from oh, that's um, right. the Lorax movie. I do remember that, yes. You know, he still does that in the mornings after he gets out of the shower. He, he puts fluffed, a scarf on? He Well, he doesn't necessarily put a scarf on, but he fluffs his beard up really big. And then he goes, I'm the one slur. And then he brushes <laughs> it back down. <laughs> I am so glad you told me that's what dad does when he like has a freshly clean beer. Yeah. That is so funny. So you have to tease him when you see him tomorrow about his beard. So then the next tax is our social security tax, which if everybody remembers a few episodes ago, they're not withholding social security tax for the rest of this year, but you're going to pay it back next year. Almost. Not necessarily. Wait, I... Not all employers are doing it though. Remember? Wait, okay, we're not talking about that episode. We already, if you don't, if you don't know what we're talking about, you got to go listen to that episode. Have they voted yet on if they're going to? You know, I haven't heard. I haven't really heard anything about this. I, what I did hear is, though, most civilian employers have chosen to not. What go a surprise. Along with it. Most people are still withholding Social Security tax. What a surprise. Our employers don't want to give us more money than they have to. Well, it's continue because no, you have to remember, you have to pay it back next year. So it could be create more of a hardship on someone next year. If Congress doesn't vote to waive it, we don't mm -hmm. want hardships, right? Okay. All right. So anyway, social security tax is 12.4% of your gross income, but like Medicare, okay. 
your employer pays half and you pay half. So 6.2% of your gross. Okay. So Social Security and Medicare are just a flat rate, but your federal tax is along with your income and the people in your household. Okay. So important to remember. So that's why your federal tax is more. Or, or not more, depending on how much you make and oh, what you got going mine on. Is more. If your year-to-date gross income reaches one hundred thirty-seven-seven, so one hundred thirty-seven thousand seven hundred dollars, mm-hmm. you no longer have to put into your Social Security. That's that's the max that goes in. So once you reach that amount, they won't withhold Social Security tax anymore. Okay. Each year, and then amount changes every year. So that's the amount for 2020. Interesting. Okay. Okay. So then we got state tax, right? So every state's different and some states do not have an income tax. So Texas, Alaska, I think Florida are some states that don't charge an income tax. You don't pay taxes there. We live in Louisiana. We pay tax. Why is that? They just don't have a state tax. Interesting and rude. Well, they have other taxes. Like you remember, you were in Alaska recently, right? They don't have an income tax, but like they have the sin tax. So when you're buying alcohol and tobacco products, the tax on that is insanely high. It's literally called the sin tax. Yes. That is so crazy. Yeah. It's a sin tax. But they don't pay sales tax either. So where does their money come from? The oil revenues. And like the tourists, the tourists have taxes. So if you go to like, um, like down in Seward area, the little towns down there, mm-hmm. they will have a sales tax for that specific area because mm-hmm. they, so the tourists that go there pay a lot of the state taxes that the residents won't have to pay. That is an awesome plan. Good for you, Alaska. Having that little tax and having the tourists help pay for your infrastructure, not necessarily a bad thing. Kind of just sucks when you're a resident, you're paying it, but it helps. Anyway, so states, every state's different. Those are some examples. Um, some states have a disability tax that they charge you on your on your pay statement as well. Um, California is one, but it's okay. If something happens to you and you can't work, it does help cover your income for a certain amount of time while you're not able to work. So like if you broke your legs and you're in the hospital in traction, you can still have an income because you paid into that so that disability insurance that's required by the state. So that's pretty good. There's a couple okay. states that do that, not too many. Um, then you have, like, if you live in New York state, like New York city has a city tax that gets added on some boroughs, what they have there. It's like a different than a township, but kind of the same will charge extra taxes. So check your states and your local areas if you're going to be moving or buying a house because you want to know exactly what taxes are going to be charged to you in that area. But they're all different. Um, Then you're going to have the separate withholding section for your benefits. So any kind of health care you pay into, your eye, your dental, such and such, your 401k, your life insurance. Some employers offer life insurance. Some employers offer disability. Um. So those have year date amounts and you do want to make sure that those numbers are correct. You want to make sure that you're paying for the healthcare you chose, right? So you want to make sure now these are probably more automated. I would think you don't have as much human involvement except maybe the initial entries of it, but you can see my list of these things is super long. 
Mine is social work. So, you know, it just depends on what, what you choose. Some employers offer life insurance. So I have life insurance on myself, on you and Jenna and dad through my employer, but it's term life. So when I no longer work for this employer, that life insurance goes away. I have a similar life insurance set up at my work. Oh, I heard Jenna is your beneficiary, right? Jenna is my beneficiary. And then she told me when she, I think we said this on another episode. Actually. I think so. Yeah. I think, yeah. And so when Jenna signed up for her first job that she works at the little swimming pool during the summer and makes like nothing an hour, should God forbid something yeah. ever happen, I get her life insurance or yeah. her last pay. I get really her last paycheck. her last paycheck. I don't think she has life insurance. I think it's the beneficiary for her last paycheck. Yeah. So see, she loves you. Um, so that's that. That's pretty much the nuts and bolts of it. The big takeaway, I think, is just make sure it's all correct. Redo your W-4 and make sure you're withholding for your federal taxes correct. So what didn't we talk about? I think we covered it all, but did I miss anything? No, I think that, that covers you were pretty about? much everything. So what did you, did you learn anything you didn't know? Um, I definitely learned that I should be checking my pay stub more. Like I said, I'm on salary, so kind of it doesn't change, but I should be checking it for my commission to make sure that the taxes coming out are correct. I also know that in my commission checks, because it counts as a bonus, Mm -hmm. it's taxed more than my regular income. Your tax bracket plays a part. If you look at the charts on the IRS website, zero to, I don't know, I don't, I looked, it was like zero to $10,000, you pay 10%. And then 10% or 10,000 to whatever the next number was, you pay 12%. And then when you go over that number, then you pay, I think it's 15%. I I have to look at the brackets again. So for the first 10,000 you make, you pay less taxes. And then the more you make, the more taxes you continue to pay, depending on your income level. Does that make sense? Tax the rich. I'm all for it. Yeah. Does that, what I said make sense? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you don't automatically pay 22% right off the bat because you haven't made that much yet. So as you earn more, you continue to pay more taxes. And you know what? Every, every time you think you get a better job, your taxes taxes just keep going up. And it's like, it doesn't, it never really stops. So what's better to make less and pay less taxes or just make as much as you can and take bite the bullet and pay more taxes. Make as much as you can and pay your taxes because also it's important to say taxes suck, but these taxes go to important things that we're thankful that we have and we are, you know, that's, that's what your, your taxes go to good things. Yeah. For the most part, sometimes they go to things I don't really agree with, but you know, that's why you got to vote. Yep. So that was a big question. I know when you got it in, you're like, Oh, this will be easy, but it's actually a pretty big question, especially when you start getting into how taxes are calculated, especially the federal tax. And we're all different. We all live in different States. So check your state. It's a good, it's a good episode on just kind of breaking down your pay stub and understanding how much money should be coming out. Yeah. And verify that your information is correct. Okay. So thank you everyone for listening today. We hope you found the information beneficial. Check your pay stubs, check your W4, check your pay stubs. All right. Have a wonderful week. Woo. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Ask My Mom podcast. You can get in touch with us on Facebook at Ask My Mom Pod. You can email any questions to askmymompod at gmail.com. And of course, please remember to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you are listening to this. Thank you.